Hey folks, so recording at the end of the Mar- at end of March, uh, we recorded this episode a few weeks ago before the apocalypse began. Um, so if we do not reference it in that, this episode, that is why. Uh, but this episode is all about audiobooks, so it's probably pretty appropriate. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to record a little bookmark at the top of the show so you folks know why we're in the same place recording this. Uh, it's because it was co- recorded quite a few weeks ago. You are listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author, filmmaker, and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Brie Grant, actress, filmmaker, and e-reader. This episode, we're talking about how to get into audiobooks, something people want to talk about all the time to us. Seriously. Yeah. But first, what are you reading, Brie? I am reading my second poetry book of the year. Crushing it. Um, I, you are crushing this so, New Year's resolution. Yeah, my friend Brittany recommended um, this author to me, Rupi Kaur, um, and... Uh, when she found out that I was trying to read more poetry and then I went and looked and I'm not, this is not an advertisement for Amazon and I know I still read on a Kindle and whatever, but it was free on my Kindle. Uh, milk with, and hu- are you, is it milk and honey? With Amazon prime is actually the sun and her flowers. Oh yeah. Milk um, and honey was her debut. I think debut. I, I might be wrong about that poetry collection and it like it fucking exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one came out in 2017. When did that come out? 2014 that was 2014 oh god yeah okay so this one came out uh, a few years later 2017 and it and if you are an amazon prime subscriber which i am uh it was free on my kindle wow. that was not the reason i was going to get it though so it's so weird i was going to get it because i was sort of reading about her and i was like serendipity okay, well, um i guess the thing about rupee core is that her books are very um approachable her poetry books are very approachable um they're sort of uh they're things that people are like oh if you're reading poetry and you don't read much poetry this is a good one they're also illustrated like the last Uh, one i read you do like an illustrated illustrated poetry which is so weird but i do like it and i like that the author has illustrated it because it kind of gets me in their head a little bit yeah um the whole first section i'm about half i'm about a third of the way through so i'm like i've read the first section i read it Y'all put a poetry book on your Kindle on your phone because I was waiting in front of my Pilates class the other morning and I was about ten minutes you know, early. Bria, Bria has abs. And yeah, I was. Listen, I have abs from Pilates, but also I have extra reading time because <laughs> I get there early. I never get anywhere early, but I was there early and I was like, well, I don't want to scroll Instagram, so I read several poems to start my day. It was so. Yeah, you're just so lovely. Look at you getting abs, getting abs, reading, reading poetry, poetry. <laughs> uh, improving my own self. Um, uh, but it's it's really it's great. The fir- this section, the whole. Um, this one in particular, um, The Sun and Her Flowers, the whole first section is about um, a breakup and what it's sort of like to go through life without this person and the deep pain we feel going through a breakup and how horrible it is. Uh, it, it's very emotional. Um, I think it would be really cathartic for people, but it's it is, it's hard to read because you really, I think because of the drawings too, I really like felt like I was feeling what she was feeling. Um it's really a beautiful little book so far. Uh, what, what are you reading? I read Milk and Honey and I really liked it. Yeah. What are you reading, Mallory? I am also reading something that's beautiful but very hard to read. <laughs> uh, there's an author I really like, uh, Lydia Yuknovich. Uh, she wrote A Chronology of Water, which is one of my favorite memoirs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she has a new book of short stories out called Verge. Um, it is very, it's a small book, which is nice. Um, and the writing is beautiful, but it is definitely really tough to read. 
I'm about halfway through it right now. And basically all of the stories, there's trigger warnings for basically everything. Uh, all the stories deal with someone who are, is in a very difficult situation or going through something very difficult. It is a tough one, but the writing is really, really beautiful and it's short. So it's not like you're like in this tough space for very long. Uh, but if you are a Lydia Yuknovich fan, she also wrote Dora, uh, small backs of our small backs of children. Uh, she's just absolutely fantastic. And she's a writer who grapples with really difficult subjects very gracefully, but it is not a, not a breakfast book for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so that's Verge by Lydia Yuknovich. And mine is the sun and her flowers by Rupi Kaur. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback about having books in an earthquake zone. Ooh. We've been talking about that a while ago and we got a lot of feedback about it. Uh, Lizzie wrote in, I'm hailing from Hollister, California, which is basically right on top of the San Andreas Fault. Tiny earth rumblings are very common here. Sometimes you're not sure why you feel woozy for a second. Sometimes they can be strong enough to make your windows rattle and wake you in the night. Yeah, I'm familiar with this. We are Southern California folks. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm terrified our larger furniture is going to damage someone in an earthquake. So we have these straps on our bookshelves and TV that attach to the top of the studs in the wall. We get these at the local hardware store and they're marketed for earthquake safety specifically. My husband and I tried to pull our big shelving unit down to test the system and found it only allows the bookshelf to move about six inches away from the wall, which isn't even enough to dump the comic books off the second to bottom shelves. Wow. Very impressive. Smart. Uh, we need to do this at our house. This is basically... If there was an earthquake, you and I would be covered in a We're pile. We're dead. Well, it, literally right now, we would just be covered in a pile of musical instruments. Yes. You'd have to like dig us out and be like guitar sounds, yeah. you know, like broken guitars <laughs> and stuff. Um, Kiko wrote in and said, I just listened to your episode about organizing your library and the fear of earthquakes. And this might be the opportunity I have to give a hot book tip. Wow, 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 wow. Hot book tip. <laughs> hot book tips in the morning. I was going to say book tips in the morning with book Mallory and Bree. <laughs> <laughs> that was the slide whistle. Um, I make a living building IKEA furniture for people. Oh, these people have helped me out before. And if you go to any IKEA, you can ask for an earthquake safety bracket, and they will give it to you for free. The one for the Billy bookcase bookcases are perfect. They are easy to install, come with screws. And if you hit a stud in the wall, the bookcase is never going to move. You can even get them and use them on other brands of bookcases. Uh, you don't have to tell people at I the IKEA store. Wink. From Kiko, the Ikea wizard. I am obsessed with this. I'm just obsessed with, with, with this idea of an Ikea wizard. Like Coco. Oh, you, yes, yes. Like you go you, you go to Ikea and Kiko is there in a pointy hat. Yes. And he appears out of the Snorgle Flargan yeah, yeah, bookcase yeah, yeah, book yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like, hello, I'm here to help. I'm the Ikea wizard. I but love really, this. they just assemble the furniture, which is wizardry. It is true. <sighs> So, uh, so you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com if you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month. You can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. Before we talk about getting into audiobooks, we're going to take a quick break. Hi, I'm Dave Hill from before, and I'm very excited to bring Dave Hill's podcasting incident back to maximum fun where it belongs. You can get brand new episodes every Friday on MaximumFun.org or, you know, wherever. And while my partner Chris Gersbeck and I might lack in specific subject matter on our podcast, we make up for in special effects. Chris, add something cool right here. Also, we have explosions, animal noises, and sometimes even this. Dave Hill's podcasting incident every Friday on Maximum Fun. Chris, do another explosion right here.
this week, we're talking about getting into audiobooks. And we get a lot of listener feedback from folks who want to get into audiobooks but don't know where to start or are having a tough time. And Priya, you were someone who had a tough time getting mm-hmm. into audiobooks before. What convinced you? Time. The endless march of time. Uh, <laughs> Mortality. The, the, uh, not enough hours in the day time. Um, I wanted to get in more reading time. And I started listening to audiobooks because of that. I do so much driving. You can't read and drive at the same time. A huge human flaw. With your eyeballs kind of reading. Um, I do so much traveling that I was like, well, okay, think about this. I'm walking in the airport. It takes me fucking 20 minutes to walk to my gate, LAX. And then, I mean, I've been waiting in security for how, I don't know, a lifetime. (laughs) So if I'm listening to a book, I just got through... An hour of a book without yeah. even meaning to. And I've, I've just found that, that it, it's like basically that endless march of time, knowing that I'm going to die one day and I will never get through these books. And there are certain books that I'm like, I can just listen to this and I can I can pay attention enough. It has to be the right book, but I can, yeah. but I can definitely do it. Uh, what about you? You... Uh, you have always been into audiobooks. Oh, was, your whole life, you were born with an audiobook in your ear. I was born with headphones on. Uh, I've actually only been listening to audiobooks for about four or five years. Uh, I started with it because I tried a subscription to Scribd after it was advertised on Book Riot a, a long time ago. And I really I really wanted to read Bad Feminist. Um, but I quickly realized that I didn't like e-reading books on my phone. So I saw that it was available on Scribd as an audiobook too. And I tried it out and just absolutely fucking fell in love with it. Um and I was hooked ever since. Although now if I look back on my my childhood, uh, I did have the full cast audio drama of The Hobbit on CD when I was a kid that I listened wow. to probably a hundreds of times. Uh, so that probably was where it started. And so, Bria, what kind of audiobooks do you like to listen to? Wait, that just reminded me when I was a kid, I had this thing called Grandpa Time, uh, which was a clock. It was like a plastic white clock that looked like a grandfather clock, but small, like a foot tall or something. And... It you put tapes in it, and it would tell you stories in an old grandpa voice, and you would fall asleep to it, and you'd be like, "Hello, I don't know what I said. Hello, I'm grandpa time." But I like, want one so bad, and it, and it would tell you stories at night, and it was basically the child equivalent of an audiobook. Also, I'm gonna say, so was Teddy Ruxpin. I was just gonna say, now that I'm thinking about it, I had a Teddy Ruxpin. That's an audiobook, really, because oh he tells you stories. That's Teddy what he Ruxpin did. is the gateway drug to audiobooks. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Can we get Teddy Ruxpin? Ruxpin for adults? They're very expensive now, Teddy Ruxpins. At one point I looked into this on eBay. I'm looking at it. They yeah. should they should re-release it. Scribd should partner with Teddy Ruxpin. I mean, maybe they it would make sense. Oh yeah, here's the grandpa time. Oh, you can get a grandpa time from 1988 on eBay for 30 bucks. Oh my god. I would like one. Um, although you have to have a cassette. You, they the weird thing was Grandpa Time would play any cassettes, but it had its own cassette. They re-released Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, they did? With color L C D eyes. Ooh, He's like, is he creepy? A little, not That's as, like, he says, I'm your storytelling friend. Uh, $62.99. Uh, okay. Wow. There's an app that goes with him. Oh, yeah. Even a one from the 80s is my only god. like 100 bucks on eBay. I thought they were more expensive. Oh, than my god. I want it. Three free stories. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm so derailed now. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Bria. What kind of audiobooks do you like to listen to besides Teddy, Teddy Ruxpin stories? Uh, just give me an old Teddy Ruxpin story, and I'm set. <laughs> like you're like Bria. What were your favorite books this year? And I'm like, listen, Teddy Ruxpin okay. told me the story of the. I don't remember any of the. Char- I don't remember there were other characters because my cousin had one that was like there was a an old one. man explorer guy. Okay. There was a caterpillar. I yeah, think, or a she, worm. I think she had the cata- caterpillar or something. 
And she I, had something different than I had. I kind of remember some of these. They were like big adventure stories, caves involved. That's a good sign. Um, okay, what kind of audiobooks do I listen to? <laughs> um, mostly I've been doing ones for my book club. I just did The Outsider. Ooh, um, oh, Stephen King? Uh-huh. And um, that was very helpful because I like it because a lot of times I'm listening to that during the day. I can get through it during the day while I'm reading other books at night at the same time. So I'm like getting two for one books. Um, Also, uh, it's weird. I thought it would be hard for me to listen to a book and read a book at the same time. But something about the two different mediums don't confuse it. it, My head doesn't get confused about it. Like I can go at night and read a book. And during the day, I can listen to a book while I'm walking around. And I can get double my book time in. I don't often do it. It has to be like the right book. Um, A few times I will join Audible and then unjoin Audible every few months because I'm trying to finish the book <laughs> that I'm reading. You're like, hey, like, it won't you have be an on-again, off-again relationship yeah, I do. with Audible. Like, I just did it with, uh, well, I did it with The Outsider and then unjoined because I, I was like, well, I don't have anything else I want to listen to right now. Because I went to Libby. Here's a great little tip. I was reading a book I talked about a couple weeks ago, Corey Doctorow's Walk Away. It's a very long book. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of theory. lot of, But I love the book. I'm really into it. But at night, I was finding I was reading it and I was so tired. And it was all this like really interesting theory like this like sort of like socialist anarchist theory about society. And I was like, I cannot comprehend this at the very early hour I go to sleep at night because I'm too tired. Um, Bria, I go to bed at 8.30. I, listen, I try to go to bed. I, I'm in bed by like, right now it's very early, uh, by, by nine-ish, which makes no sense because I don't get up when you get up. Um, and so I w- went to, the, to Libby and got it on audiobook. And so I've been listening to that during the day mm-hmm. to kind of like get through the rest of the book. I only had like maybe 25% of the book left, which is a long book though. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a honker. But I, will, but I will switch between mediums sometimes. The, the old um, whisper sync? Uh, no, because I, the, you have to have audio and Kindle oh, and you have okay. to have bought it on both. Oh, okay. And you can't do it with your library book. So you're doing the Jerry Rig sync. Basically. I, I just remember <laughs> where I am if I read it at night. But I, I've just like totally switched that one over to audiobook now where I'm just listening to it so I can like understand what's going on because otherwise I'm too tired and can't comprehend it. Um, what what about you? What kind of audiobooks are you listening to? I'm still pretty exclusively nonfiction. Uh, I don't hear super well, so it's easy for me to miss certain words. But and, but I feel like it's not a big of a deal when I'm listening to nonfiction. Mm. Um, besides that, it doesn't matter. It, with all within nonfiction, memoirs, biographies, science books, history books, whatever. I really my I think my favorite favorite is a memoir read by the author. I just love that because it's just like someone telling you a story yeah, I like that. of their it's life. The Teddy, it's like if Teddy Ruxman is telling you the story of him going through the adventures with his friends, then it's just Teddy Ruxman's memoir. I also, I looked it up. His friend is named Grubby. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And then the old man was named Newton Gimmick. What? Gimmick, Grubby, and Teddy. Newton Gimmick? Yeah. You Do you remember the episode where they meet the grunges and they no, play in a band? Oh, what? Yeah. Wow, because it was the 90s? Yeah. I bet, they're called I think the grunges. That's very funny. Wow. That's very funny. Someone was very hip writing those stories. I, someone, can someone hire me and you to write Teddy Ruxpin stories? Mm. I am extremely into this. So where do you fit audiobooks into your day, Bria? Uh, it's when I'm moving around. You know, when I'm driving, when I'm walking. Sometimes when I'm doing shit around the house, I'm like Bria's on up. the go. She's listening uh, to an listen, audiobook. Bria's on the go. Like, one, my John one time told me that if he'd had a little tracker attached to me, it would be really funny to watch me go throughout my day because I'm, like, constantly going, like, 45 different places throughout you the are, day. You are. Sometimes when I, when I see you, I'm like, hey, you're like, oh, I just got back back from, and then you, like, give me a huge 45 list. places. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Today, It's very I, impressive. I did not do anything before we saw each other today. I'm still in sweatpants, which is crazy. Um... 
But yeah, I'm very much, it's, it's very much when I'm on the move. What about you? When, when are you listening to these? Uh, what's funny is most of the time it's the opposite for me, unless I'm driving, but I don't commute anywhere. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I don't drive a lot. Um, and the only places I go are like my gym, the library, and the cat food store. Mm-hmm. And they're less than a mile away. So This also implies that you don't eat. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I, go, I go to the grocery store sometimes, but uh-huh. I don't eat that much. Okay, okay. You know, I'm just drinking muscle milk all the yeah. time. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the words muscle and milk in the same sentence really gross. You know what's funny way. though is it's not dairy. I know, but it's gross. It's it just is. something about it because I just feel like you're going to eat it. And it's just going to be mussels in there. <laughs> like mussel, like the it's like a meat the smoothie. Fish. Like the the are mussels fish the yeah the the no, shellfish the, shell, yeah like those I, things are going to be in there. Listeners can't see, but Bria just did a really great like, <laughs> thing with her hands. Where and- I was like trying to do an oyster shape, where I was like, this is what a mussel looks like. Like I was going to make a like puppet <laughs> at you. <laughs> Uh, but I only go like four places in, in Jeremy's house, which is also less than a mile away from me. So I can't, like, I'll get, put an audiobook on it. I'll say one sentence and then I, and then <laughs> and I here there. we are. So I normally don't do audiobooks in the car that much. Um, but so I like, I do it when I'm cleaning or doing mm-hmm. laundry and I play them on a Bluetooth speaker. Um, and I've also taken a page out of your book by becoming a, a tub reader, with audiobooks. Yeah, that's good. Um, it's very relaxing. So I would encourage anyone else looking to get into audiobooks to see what chores or crafts they do and try listening to an audiobook during that time, whether you're... I also find that putting them on headphones helps a lot too. Really? Because I have Bluetooth headphones now. Oh, um, And yeah. those, and like, so if you have like a... Uh, is that hands-free? I don't know. I guess all headphones are hands-free. But like the ones where you don't have to have, be attached to anything. Yeah. It helps me to pay attention if they're in my ear instead of like, across the room and I have no idea why yeah interesting mm-hmm. that's an interesting hack mm-hmm. yeah I um so I, cause I cl- clean my whole apartment like once a week and it takes me about an hour so I'll do an audiobook during that um if you're taking a walk if you're knitting or crafting or coloring cooking uh I don't listen to them while I cook because I don't cook mm-hmm. yes but I I do listen to them while I, while I cook in the mornings um I get very stressed although Jeremy and I have tried to been trying one of those meal subscription boxes. Oh, yeah. I did use, I think I, it was one of the ones that sponsored us, so I used the code. Nice. Uh, but I get so stressed out by cooking that I can't listen to an audiobook during that time because it makes me very- It's sometimes going to be distracting for sure. If, it, if it's a complicated stressful. recipe, yeah. Uh, and if my roommate isn't home, I will listen to him when, uh, when I'm in the shower. Sure. So, yeah, I uh, that that's my tip for, for people trying to find more audiobook time during their day. Look, find a time, even if you're not driving, if you're just doing something- with your hands that you would otherwise be listening to music or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, it, it definitely, like, you can get through a book faster than you think you can. Like I said, it, those minutes add up, though. Even if you listen yes. to just a sentence, you'd be surprised. Like, you walk to the store and it takes you 10 minutes, you walk back, but you do that three times in a week. Yeah. You just got through an hour of an audiobook, you know? Yeah. Is that math right? Something like that. But yes, yeah. We're not paid to do math. Listen. We aren't. We're over here reading books. We're not <laughs> mathematicians. <laughs> but no, it really, truly does add up. And I, I would also recommend that people test out an audiobook that is a shorter one. Like, don't go and get fucking a fifteen-hour-long audiobook if you want. If you've never gotten into one before, because it feels less daunting. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, this this audiobook's like, like I just listened to for our reading glasses challenge. Um, uh, read a book by a woman of color. I listened to Ali Wong's memoir, oh, cool. Dear Girls. Yeah, and yeah. it's like six and a half hours long. I yeah. got through it in like three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really realize how much time you spend, you know, cooking, you know, doing, folding laundry, mm-hmm. doing whatever. But it, it, that stuff really, really adds up. Um, so Bria, what's a, what would, 
you recommend as an audiobook for someone to start out with? So I, I don't, uh, well, I don't know if you're in a book club. This has been a great use of my time is to yeah. do my book club book. And I know that's my book club book whenever I'm listening to it. But I don't have like a specific recommendation. I would say start with the supplementing. Um, maybe you could do Whisper Sync. So Whisper Sync, which we didn't explain, is when you have a book, uh, you're subscribed to audio and you buy it on Kindle or on Audible. I, I don't, I think you can buy it on either one. Some, somehow you can, I think you buy it on Kindle and then you can get the Whisper Sync if you're subscribed to Audible. Mm-hmm. Um, which means wherever you left off on your e-reader, you can just pick up on Audible, like basically you're reading, you walk to your car, you can listen to it directly in your car. Like which it's is like so a, smart. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, we have friends that do it all the time. Uh, I do it, you know, a much more difficult way. But if you are listening to, you're reading a book and you really like it and you're into it, bit, I, Audible, first of all, Audible is usually free for like the first month or it's a super discounted rate. Um, or go to Libby. The library has, it's, if it's a new one, you, you're going to have more trouble finding it. But they have a lot of these books on audiobook and you can just supplement what you are reading with the audio version. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so listeners of the show know that I'm crazy for Samantha Irby and she actually has a new book coming out this month called uh, Wow, No Thank You. Uh and I already am signed up to get the audiobook from the library, even though I already pre-ordered it, but <laughs> I adore her. She reads her own audiobooks. It's very funny. And it's just like funny essays. So it's yeah, almost it's like, nice one, yeah. I feel like she's a great gateway for someone who likes podcasts and wants to get into audiobooks. Oh, listen, that's good. Listening to her talk is very similar to, to a podcast. She's yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. funny. Um, and I did talk about it in one of our newsletters, but I'll reiterate it here. Uh, All Creatures Great and Small by James Harriet will heal your insides. It's like getting your brain hugged. Um, it's the memoirs of a country vet who worked in England in the 1930s. And it's just like little, like for someone, again, who likes podcasts or wants something that's sort of episodic, it's, there is an overarching narrative because it's, it's a memoir. And the first, the first book, it's part of a series, but it's just like him getting into becoming a country vet and like trying to get a girlfriend in the 1930s. It's all real. Uh, trying to get a girlfriend in this in, in this small English country town. Uh, but it is so fucking funny and it is so sweet. There's only one kind of sad story in there, but most of them are just like listening to him helping animals and dealing with these weird country farmers. Uh, and it's just it's honestly, so why have I not read that? You should really read it. It is so wonderful. And the, the audit it's the narrator is absolutely amazing. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, it's such a great audiobook. Honestly, it was one of those audiobooks that I was like, well, I did, just did laundry two days ago, but maybe I could do some more so then I can have time to listen to All Creatures Great and Smaller. Or, or you know when a, te- when a teenager just learns how to drive and they're like, do you need an errands run? Can I, I, can I, I, all that whole week I was just like, oh, Jeremy, you need some toilet paper? I'll go to, I'll go to the store. I'll, 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 I'll walk down there just so I could listen to this audiobook. So you can send your thoughts to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. And before we solve a listener problem, we're going to take a quick break. Hey everyone, Alden Ford here with the cast of Mission to Zix. Our fourth season premieres on February 19th, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the show, we decided to ask one of our characters to give you a quick recap of what's happened so far. Say hello to the clone trooper, AJ. Who are you people? What's happening? Okay, AJ, put your gun down. Uh, AJ, can you just tell us what's happened in the Zix Quadrant in the last couple seasons? Oh, well, we destroyed the Emperor. Oh, really? Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, I think I think so. We knocked him into a chasm. Mr. Robot Man and Barchi's ship crashed through a window, and Dar and Baby Horsehead and I took out, like, a bunch of bad guys. Papa filled his destiny, and the lizard was there, too. Okay, great. I guess I was sort of asking what the show is like. Oh, you mean, like, it's an improvised, serialized workplace space opera featuring brilliant sound design, incredible guest stars, and an epic, hilarious tale of Fresh vs. Whack? 
Oh, yeah, wow. Where did you come up with that? Jesse Thorne told me to write that on my palm. Okay, all right. Well, Mission to Zix Season 4 debuts on February 19th on Maximum Fun. Check it out. Now it's time to solve a bookish problem from one of our listeners. Bridget writes in, Over the past few years, I've fallen out of reading due to mental health issues as well as a head injury that severely reduced my attention span. I listen to audiobooks on my commute, but I'd really like to get back into reading. Any ideas? Bria, what should uh, Bridget do? I feel like I feel like you should combine these two things. I'm going to keep recommending this. This is what I'm recommending, okay? Get a book you want to read and listen to it at the same time. So you read at home, not driving. Don't read while driving. Don't read while driving, y'all. Yes. Please don't read Safety books first while driving. on reading glasses. Um, and then go back and forth. Read at home. Listen while driving. Uh, I think it's a good way to ease yourself back in. Um, and then and you can... It's a good way to ease yourself back into the reading and listening. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, I think this is a good way to ease yourself back in. And also the thing about an audiobook is if you're a little bored, speed it up. You're going to have to pay attention, oh, way yeah. more attention. I at least listen to 1.25. But, oh, f- yeah, for sure. Sometimes- but if I'm even like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of losing me. I'll speed it up because then I have to like really pay attention. Although this may be trouble if you, this may be hard if you have a severe head injury. Uh, like yeah. This listener. No, I, I listen. I, it, I'm always at least on 1.25. I will go up to 1.75 mm-hmm. depending on the narrator. Um, but that is- if the narrator talks slow enough, you can do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you think? Um that Bridget should do. Uh, well, I also would like to uh, reiterate that audiobooks are reading. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, Bridget, if you're just doing audiobooks, you're still fine. You're doing, yeah. you're reading. Um, and besides that, so I would find a short novel or a book of short stories and dedicate a small amount of time every day. Uh, like Bria's lovely breakfast books, you know. I do breakfast books. Breakfast or lunch or right before bed. Put your phone away. Try to read for 30 minutes. Even 20 you know, even 10, a lot of times at yeah. night before I fall asleep, I'm so tired. I read like less than a chapter, but you can get through a book that way. It is crazy how quickly you will, you read 10 minutes. You will get through that book eventually. Yeah. And like, sometimes you'll be like, I'm so into it. I'm going to pick it up during the day. It's these, it's, I think when people are like, I need to sit down and go, I got to read war and peace today. Like it's just yeah. too hard. It's yep. like a huge mountain to overcome mm-hmm. and doing those little sprints. It'll get you back in the habit of it. And like you said, if you start really small, then you're like, wow, I banged banged out 10 minutes I should do another one just set a timer on your phone so you're not like you know checking your phone every five minutes to see how long it's been set a little timer and and that'll get you back into it I think and I think maybe combining our our tips get a book of short stories get it on audiobook too Mm -hmm. and then switch back and forth yeah and I am sorry about your head injury and I am excited for you to get back into books I think it will be very I'm going to imagine that you. it's, you know, like she fought a bear. Ooh, okay. Or okay. she was rescuing a bunch, a whole orphanage full of small orphans. Uh, yeah, just orphans and got a head injury. Yeah, that's yes. good. Yeah. Or maybe she was reading, maybe my, uh, I remember my friend Liberty Hardy over at Book Riot got a concussion a few years ago because a bunch of books fell on her head. Oh my God. Maybe it's a re- reading related injury. <laughs> uh, so if you want to solve your reader problem, you can send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Let's look at some book tech, advances in bookish technology. This week is a very special book tech because it was gifted to us by a listener. Y'all are so nice. Yeah, It is so kind of you to gift us a nice book tech. And this one was not cheap. Well, it wasn't super expensive. It was 20 bucks. 20 bucks? But that's, you know, that's pretty, that's a lot. 
wow, is this only 20 bucks? I know. Okay, let's talk well, about what it is. So yeah, this was, so if you are also interested in getting us uh, some book tech to test, test out, there's a link in the show notes. We always have our Amazon wish list up and this was off of our Amazon wish list. Someone sent this to us. Thank you very much. Uh, and it is a Bluetooth shower speaker. Uh-huh, by the company Vixing. And it, so it's it works with Bluetooth. It's waterproof. And then it has a, so it's a little round speaker. It's about like four inches, five inches across. Mm-hmm. And it has a suction cup on the back so you could stick it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bri- Bria, what did you think of this? I thought it was great. So um, you can stick it right on your shower mm-hmm. or on your shower, like on the wall. Yeah. Um, it's great. I listen to stuff in the shower often. I often listen to like news programs and stuff. So this was great. But I also tried it with audiobooks because the problem with audiobooks is sometimes the speaker, the person doing the um, doing the audiobook isn't speaking very loud because they're like, it's a whispery moment. Yeah. It's, and then my phone is in the other side of the bathroom. Yes. And I can normally hear it because my bathroom is real echoey. But if they're whispering, I can't. This was super helpful. I yes. could hear it. You also can... Um, Turn up the oh no you can't turn it up uh, you can you can yeah you can turn up the volume no you cannot actually oh. because this was a problem oh can you right there no so this was a problem the only problem I had was I got a little confused there are one two three four buttons an on button where it goes Bluetooth on or yes. something like that and then there is a button that looks like a play button and a pause button and then there's a button that is a plus and a minus which one would assume that's going to be a volume. It is not volume. It moves you to the next chapter. Yes. I oh, made you this know mistake. what? I did make that mistake, <laughs> and I was very upset. And I was like, oh, no. Guys, uh, uh, you have to adjust the volume on your phone. So set it on your phone before you get into the tub yes, or the shower that- or whatever. But other than that, it was great. It actually got wet. I know it got wet for sure. Mm-hmm. It functioned fine. Um, it uh, you had it first. It is about to run out of batteries. I'll let you know. You I think char- I'm giving I this back char- to you. This, this, there should be a charger in that box. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I have the box. Um, it has like a little USB charger. Oh, okay, okay. It's about to run out of batteries, and it let, but it lets you know. Like it start, it'll like in the middle Maria, of the sentence. It I go, am dying. It goes Plug like me beep, in. and then it keeps talking. Yeah, there's a little uh, USB charger. Okay, cool. I'll find that. Um, but yeah, this thing is great. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is like it's really like game changer when it comes to audiobooks. For sure. And yeah. So how many pages would you give this? I'd give it a five out of five. It's great. Uh, the only thing is, you just have to. Know know that thing about these two buttons are not for your volume yes and it would be helpful to skip to the next chapter if you needed that or if you're listening to music it would be great because you can slip to the next Uh song right yes but um uh yeah don't don't assume these little side buttons are for volume how do do you feel about it uh i absolutely loved it uh because i have the same problem is that even when like i have a bluetooth speaker but it's like outside the shower so it's you know it's just it's not in the shower zone, you know, mm-hmm, there's water mm-hmm. falling around you. Any, that's my, my, the hard time I have with hearing if, if there's any kind of background noise, like if I'm in a bar or like in a shower or anything that's happening, like I have a difficult time hearing like, you know, the certain words and stuff. Yeah. This really helped that having it right in there. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I made the same problem. I had the same problem with the, with the buttons. Cause I was listening to an audiobook and I was like, Ooh, I should crank this up a little bit. And it went to the next chapter and I was like, no. I think it's because people think they're going to use these for music, right? You're going to the next yes. song, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And all I, what I really liked was that it has a, that pause button because if you need to pause it, mm. you don't have to like stick your wet soapy hand out of the shower and like find your phone. Right. Um, and the suction cup is great. It, it's a huge suction cup, suction cup, so it sticks very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I could put it like right there next to my fucking head in the shower, so I could really, really hear yeah, you it. Put it anywhere you want in the shower, as long as it's like a, uh, like a tiley kind of wall. No, like regular walls. I don't think it would work. Yeah, I don't think so either. But you could just care if you dry it off. You could carry it around and use it. Um, you could, yeah, anywhere in your house because mm-hmm. it's quite loud. 
Yeah. And you yeah. can bring it in the kitchen too if you're like a cook person. Mm-hmm. Um, a I cook do- person. That's what we call them. <laughs> Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a cook person. If you're someone who likes to cook people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm giving this four out of five pages because I do wish it had a volume uh, adjustment on it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I really, really like this. I feel like if you were an audiobook listener, this is yeah fantastic. It's great. We haven't ever re- inter- uh, interviewed. <laughs> uh, we haven't ever reviewed um, uh, one of these before. No. So this is an interesting. Uh, we have several on our wish list. If anyone wants to review more of them, but this one I would I would recommend to people. Yeah, I think especially for twenty bucks, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, and so that again, if you want to send us more book tech or check or, or something for us to test out, uh, there is an Amazon wish list link in our uh, show notes. Uh, and if you want us to want to just suggest some book tech to us uh, via email, you can send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and as always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy who are in our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel, moderator, Goodreads page. Remember, you can buy reading glasses, tote bags and stickers and shirts and bookmarks. You can get all decked out in reading glasses shit in the Maximum Fun store. There's a link in the show notes. If you buy stuff, please tag us in those very cute Instagram photos. We will repost them. They're very cute. Uh, and if you like the show and want to do something for us for free, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It's great for us. It helps us reach more listeners, makes us look very cool it bumps our self-esteem up i haven't checked actually in a, in a couple of weeks to see where we are but i'm sure we're getting close to a thousand uh you can email us at reading glasses podcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at reading g podcast on instagram at reading glasses podcast you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag reading glasses podcast thanks for listening and thanks for reading maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned Audience supported.